Hi, this is Mary Christopher, and today is Sunday, January the 30th, 2022, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast. I'm outside today. It's really beautiful here. We've had almost a whole week of very cold temperatures, especially at night, like down to 25 or 27. And some of you who live in other parts of the world or other parts of the U.S. may think, that's nothing, right? Well, you're right. For other parts of the world, it is nothing. For here, (laughs) it's cold. Um, We're not used to those temperatures at any rate. Um, So, We've been dealing with the cold, and we haven't been able to get out much, so feels good to be out in the sunshine today, generating serotonin, right? And lots of fresh air, so that, that feels really, really good. I'm in kind of a busy area, um, so we're going to have maybe a little more background noise than usual so I apologize Um, and it's the world we live in right unless we're out in the middle of nowhere like in the middle of a national park with nothing flying overhead which probably is not what usually happens so Um, If you listened to my podcast last week, you know that I talked about the passing of Thich Nhat Hanh, also known as Thai, the uh, Vietnamese Buddhist teacher who passed uh, on the 22nd. He was 95 years old. He had led a quite amazing life. And... um, He was born in 1926, in between the two world wars, as I mentioned last week, and he was living in Vietnam in a monastery, in a Buddhist monastery, uh, during the Vietnam War, and became an advocate for peace. and I think the thing that's important about this is to realize that he lost family and friends and part of his spiritual family from his uh, monastic tradition and he had to leave Vietnam. And it wasn't until this century, and I don't know the exact year, that he was able to go back to Vietnam. Like he was allowed back in. So he he did die. He passed on, uh, and he was at his original Buddhist monastery in Vietnam. So it was kind of, you know, a round trip. kind of situation 
And of course, the thing that that we all experience uh, when somebody who's very meaningful to us passes on, we experience the loss, obviously. And we've been talking about this in class. Um, but with somebody, someone like Ty or anyone in our lives who has cared deeply about other people, done their best to make the world a better place, um, there's always a sense of loss when they leave. And at the same time, in that same breath of, ah, you know, that kind of grief breath where, where it kind of catches on the way in or on the way out, um, at the same time we're aware of a tremendous blessing from those people. And it's, it, I have never experienced a situation where someone very dear to me passed on without feeling the blessing of their life as well. So this is certainly true with Ty, uh, considering all the work he was able to accomplish during his lifetime and often at risk to himself. So the other thing that I've noticed is the number of uh, friends and colleagues and uh, people in my spiritual family who've been talking about the impact that Ty had in their lives. Like really paying attention to that and being very uh, specific about the impact that he had. And what I, I was, I was delighted to read all that and to learn more and more about all these people's uh, spiritual journey, right? Because for a great number of people in the world, uh, Thai was a touch point for their spiritual journey, whether it was direct or indirectly through books or later YouTube, um, just a tremendous amount of, of good and blessing uh, poured out into the world. And then if you contrast that with our daily news over the radio, <laughs> television, social media, it's all about what's not going right, who's, who's not doing a good job, who's sometimes seriously trying to take advantage of everyone. Um, and that, that gets repeated a lot. And I thought, this is tragic. This is really tragic.
because just reading those posts in Facebook and talking to people um, who are aware of of Thai made me aware of how many hundreds and thousands of people are out there in the world and and believe me I've been aware of this before but this brought it home how many wonderful amazing people with challenging lives who are in the world just like you right just like you doing your best to live a good life to make a difference to be at least aware of your spiritual path and doing your best to be on that path right and we don't hear about those people very often and that includes of course we know it includes firefighters police people EMS people uh, all the people working in hospitals and emergency rooms and and the, the great guys picking up our trash sometimes I'll be outside when they come by and I always wave to them and say thank you I, I mean where would we be without those guys right I mean the, the trash would pile up in half a minute well maybe a little longer but you know what I mean and these are people with families I mean all these all of you all of us who are out there in the world doing our best doing our best to be responsible people be on our path make a difference in the world right doesn't make the news there's very little acknowledgement in the media of people doing their best and making a difference in the world and and all of us who are have that level of intention are like supporting the heart and soul of the world like in some teachings we would be God's eyes and ears and hands and feet and sometimes checkbooks or, or um, credit cards um, giving our, our best effort for the world to make it a better place so I I became very aware of that dichotomy just with with the number of people who commented about how important Thai was to them in their spiritual journey because Thai was not an end in himself he was someone who said you know come on sun's up he didn't say stuff like this probably but I'm paraphrasing 
I'm talking about intent. It suns up. What are we going to do today to be a blessing in the world? Okay? And some some days, that is incredibly challenging. As as we all know, be incredibly challenging. And yet we get up every day, and we we go after it again. So good for you. Good. For you, for the work that you do in the world, for the love, the compassion, the the thoughtfulness, the level of intention that you bring into the world. And I think it's a good thing to remember that our our spiritual practices give us the spiritual muscle to keep going so remember that that your your daily practice whatever it is whether it's a walking meditation whether it's qigong whether it's yoga what or your your diet whatever you're doing as part of your spiritual path, part of your intention to be a blessing here on the earth, those practices build muscle and become part of our ability to function here. So just remember that when you, you know, feel like you're bored or maybe you're you're bored with your practice or maybe it's not producing what you thought it would spiritual practice rarely produces exactly what we think it will but if we stick with it um, we get all kinds of benefits from it so wherever you are what Ever you are doing. Thank you. And and I know that our lives can be really challenging right now. Between the COVID variants and the politics and the threats of war and all the the other people who are maybe not behaving so well it's challenging and we're all part of a group of people who are doing our best to make a difference so and this is something we talk about in meditation class how our practices support it's we support each other with our practices so in Buddhism there are three places where you can take refuge when you need a place to take refuge right from the world um, one is we can take refuge in the Buddha and when I think about that I think of those 
um, big statues throughout Asia and other places of the Buddha sitting with some specific hand mudra or his hands in some specific posture and a little smile on his face so there there's the Buddha in the midst of all this and the second place is the Sangha which is our spiritual community so classes are a spiritual community um, this podcast is is like and can be a spiritual community and which is why I do it every week and the third place is we can take refuge in the Dharma which is the way or the path which could be just something simple like sticking to the truth as much as possible about our our own lives or walking a path a, a path of compassion um, so all these things also resonate in Christianity um, and I'll do a podcast on that sometime in the next month or so but today I'd like us to do another walking meditation we've done these before and because it's a nice day I'm outside and I'd like to do a walking meditation uh, if you're able to do a walking meditation outside fine if not just be comfortable wherever you are and imagine or visualize or see yourself walking somewhere where it's sunny and comfortably warm or just someplace where you visualize yourself someplace where you feel safe and comfortable and at home and the way we do this is as uh, I take us in to the meditation using our breath and then we'll just walk and be aware of our feet and the rhythm of our steps and our breath and with a walking meditation, what we can also be aware of is the sensation of our feet. Like every time we put one foot down and move forward, we are, when we are aware of that, we are in the present. And then as that other step, comes forward, as that other foot comes forward, the step we just made moves into the past. So we're, we're a walking um, kind of time machine in that we're in the present and then that's past. We're in the present and it's past. We're in the present. So this is where we want to be is in the present as much as possible and this is one of the things I love 
about a walking meditation. Is that it really can help us be present in the present. Okay, so let's give it a try. As you breathe in, following your breath all the way down into your solar plexus. Allow yourself to be more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, allow yourself to relax. And now as you breathe in, on that forward step, Feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, feel that other foot coming forward. And just gently be aware of your breath Walk whatever pace is comfortable for you. It's not absolutely necessary to sink your breath. Just we want a nice, relaxed, easy walk, conscious walk. So when you're comfortable with your breath, feeling centered, Feeling relaxed. Next four or five minutes, just be aware of your breath and your steps. Quietly, gently, easily. Aware of your steps.
very busy world today. Everybody seems to be driving, being out and around. So as you breathe in, following your breath, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, be aware of how relaxed and at ease you are. And when you're ready, as you breathe out, gently open your eyes. Good work. Oh, good work. Another thing to remember about walking meditations is they can be very useful when you cannot, for whatever reason, get centered or feel yourself at ease with a sitting meditation. Especially if you can get out into the real world of trees and grass and squirrels and <laughs> birds and fresh air can be very centering, very calming, just walking and being aware of your, of each step. Wherever you are and whatever you have planned this week, have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. Thank you for all you do in the world. And remember to breathe. Thanks for listening.